Hello, gorgeous. Welcome to the Virtual Lounge of the Single Women's Society. I am your host and dating coach and matchmaker, Kat Cantrell. Welcome to my virtual home away from home. I am so honored to have you here with me today. As always, I feel like I say that every episode, and I probably do, because I know you can be anywhere else, and you have decided to spend some time with me today. And so thank you for that. I, so today's topic was inspired by a friend of mine who reached out to me, who has just started dating again and has taken a hiatus and has started to date again and feels a bit rusty and reached out asking me a couple of different questions. And she's like, you really should have opt-ins for this. And I do have opt-ins. In fact, did you know that I have a free guide of the texting do's and don'ts before your first date, which is kind of what I'm going to be talking about with you today when it comes to the world of texting. When you initially meet someone, whether it's in real life or virtually or online, those steps and things to look for, things, the do's and don'ts. I'm just going to share with you a few of them today when it comes to dating. And I think not necessarily like dating as you're dating someone, but that initial, that initial connection, when that initial connection is made and you start texting one another, what I want to share with you today are things to look out for. Red flags things to look out for and things, texting boundaries that you need to set when it comes to the getting to know you time in between the time you meet until you go on that first date. That's really what this segment is about today. Took me a long time to get there. But before I share with you, I have four of them I'm going to share with you today before I share them with you. So this episode will be released right before the Peacock Room reopens. So if you know, I only open the Peacock Room every quarter and I'm super excited because I have a very special promotion for you for Valentine's Day. So the doors are going to open on February 14th, which is a Monday and the Peacock Room to be able to jump in. You only have three days, Monday to Thursday. So by the time this episode airs, the following Monday, you will have time to jump into the Peacock Room. If you want to know more really in greater detail about the Peacock Room and what it's all about, you can go to the website, singlewomensociety.com. And up at the top, it says private group. And you want to click on that. It tells you all of the deets, but here's, I'm going to give you a little secret. I'm going to give you two weeks for free. No obligation no credit card, no payment, you and me for two weeks, completely for free. And if it's something that really you feel that can change your dating life, change your outlook, help you set boundaries into place, allow me an opportunity for you to recognize those red red flags way before you really get more emotionally involved with someone the Peacock Room is designed for women, especially if you haven't been a part of the dating game for a while, or you are a little bit rusty, or maybe you're seeing a pattern where 
the same thing is happening in your dating life over and over and over again, that is what this peacock room is designed for is to help women like you to help create clarity in their dating lives so that you feel more empowered along with amazing, incredible women who are going through literally the same thing you are. So I highly encourage you to check it out. Go to singlewomensociety.com. Up at the top, you want to click private group, click on that, check it out, schedule your call with me. It's completely free. The only thing that you, that I require for you to do to sign up to be part of the Peacock Room, because the first two weeks is free, it's just your time. It's my little Valentine's Day gift from me to you because it's 2022. And I know that you have been through a lot these last couple of years. And sometimes when we're in a position where we are noticing patterns and we're truly on the search of finding true connection and love, but we don't know what we're doing. It's really difficult to look at our lives from the inside out versus someone like myself and the other women in the peacock room who can hold you accountable, who can look at what's going on in your life from the outside in and offer you perspective. Because the goal of the peacock room is to get you from single all the way through a second date within six months. That's our goal. We want you to find love. So doors are only open until let's see, 14, 15, 16 to the 17th, February 17th. If you're listening to this, I highly encourage you to go check it out. Singlewomensociety.com up at the top, it says private group. I will make sure and put that all in the show notes along with the opt-in where I have designed a PDF just for you with the texting do's and don'ts before your first date. But I'm going to, I'll share that with you at the end, at the end when I'm after I'm done sharing all the goods with you. Okay. All right. Believe it or not, it's in the morning. I normally don't record my episodes in the morning. If you're watching this on YouTube, you notice that I've changed the set just a little bit. I am going to start recording in my office, my new office. I'm super excited about it. But in the meantime, we're here at my home office, our, uh, our virtual headquarters of single women's society. And I've kind of turned things around. I've got the sunlight here. I've got my coffee. I have you. I'm in the best company. So thank you so much for being here. Okay. So talking to my girlfriend and she wanted to, she really wanted to know what are the next, what, how the texting, this texting stuff that we do when it comes to initially meeting someone and and trying to set up that first or second date. And this is a pattern I see with all women, especially when with online dating. And so I want to share with you some red flags, some things to look for when it comes to the whole texting with someone before you meet them, or maybe even after you meet them, because most of the time these texting red flags happen before you even meet them in real life. And so I want to prevent you from so much of your time and energy and emotional investment into someone before you even meet them, because it can be, it, texting is a really convenient, easy way 
to continuously be connected to someone, but yet have minimal investment in someone. Okay. So number one, the first texting red flag or thing that you need to look for when you start talking to someone is the good morning and the good evening texts. Absolutely, absolutely, 100% no. Now, these little good morning and good evening texts will happen when you've started talking to someone. And let me just create it. I'm going to just paint a scenario for you, right? So you're online dating, you make a connection with someone. And I always encourage my clients get off of the app as soon as possible. In fact, before I really, I dive into all of these, I want to make sure that you know that this is my philosophy, get them into real life as fast as possible, especially when you're online dating, or if you meet someone out and you exchange numbers, set up that first date as soon as possible. In fact, I was doing research for one of my clients about apps, new dating apps. And it's hard here in Iowa because we're not like a huge city like New York and LA. So I was trying to help her and I was trying to figure it, help her figure it out. And there was an app that I found that was called Thursday, which is the coolest app. And I wish it was available to us here. So Thursday, now this is not a promo, but Thursday is an app where you download and you only communicate with people on a Thursday. And the people that sign up for this app are, are available that day. So you talk to them that day and you meet them that night. Oh, that prevents all of this garbage, all of this texting garbage that I'm sharing with you today. So to get back to my point, good morning and good evening texts. So this happens when you meet someone online, you find that you have a connection, you start getting, maybe you've, you're in WhatsApp or you're on your texting within the app, or maybe you have exchanged numbers to where you are texting, you know, from number to number. And all of a sudden you start to become a little bit attached to the point where either you're sending the good morning texts or they're sending the good morning texts and the good evening texts. I highly, highly, highly encourage you to not do this. And here is why. Good morning and good evening texts. When we first wake up in the morning and when we go to bed at night, these are our most vulnerable states of mind. These are very intimate moments in our lives. And to share that intimate good morning or good evening, like you're literally ending your day talking to this person and you're starting your day by talking to this person and yet you haven't met them. You don't know the direction of where this relationship is going. You don't even know really truly what their intentions are. And you're already greeting one another saying good morning and good evening. Absolutely not. They haven't deserved to have that headspace, that heart space of you in the morning. Because here's what, here's what happens when you start this routine with someone with the good morning and the good evening text, you're not exclusive and you're not really dating one another. And maybe in most scenarios, most cases, you haven't even met one another. You're, you're creating this attachment, this emotional attachment to this person, to where this person is starting to become a part of your daily routines. Stop it. (laughs) So if you are getting to know someone and they start with the good morning and good evening texts, you need to tell them, please don't. (laughs) In fact, this kind of leads into um, my second thing that I was going to mention where 
you have, you're starting to form a texting relationship with someone. So the good morning and the good evening texts, and yet you, so you're starting to build this emotional attachment. You haven't even met them in real life, or maybe you haven't even set up FaceTime and it starts to be, you start to fantasizing of what this person is about because you are literally starting to form a connection, an emotional connection to this, to this person. And you don't even know them. You haven't even met them yet, but you're allowing them into your morning space and into your evening space. So that needs to stop. Okay. So that number leads into number two. Absolutely. 100% never, ever have serious conversations via text about your life, about who you are. Nor should they be having serious conversations with you. Text is not designed to have paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs of conversation. If you find yourself in this loop to where you're noticing that you're starting to have these intimate conversations via text, I want you to stop now and I want you to set up a phone call, a FaceTime or in real time. And you don't have to be like, you don't have to be mean about it. All you have to say is something flirty. Like one of the things I tell my clients, I always tell them, just tell them, you know, it'd be more fun to have this conversation hearing your voice. You know, it'd be great to actually see your face on FaceTime. You know, it'd even be better is if I can actually be making eye contact with you when we're on our date, having this conversation. Because again, my philosophy is that you need to get them the moment you have that instant connection, you need to be setting up that date as soon as possible. Because what ends up happening, you end up texting, you're getting to know one another. Now hear me out. You're getting to know one another. You're having these deep conversations via text. Let's just say you decide, you know what, I'm going to go ahead. And I've heard, I, I was listening to a podcast and this is literally what happened to this woman. I was listening to the story. I can't remember the name of the podcast. But she got connected. She was super connected because they were having these intimate conversations via text. And then she finally, maybe I believe it was was after a week or maybe two weeks, they finally had a phone conversation and just hearing his voice was a complete turnoff to her. And it's such a letdown because you have fantasized about this person. Oh, and you like creating these scenarios in your head because you're getting to know them. And you're like, oh my gosh, maybe this person is the one. There's something to be said about chemistry. If you listen to someone's voice, I'll never forget the first time I listened to Brian's voice. I don't know if he can hear me. I don't know if he can hear me talking about this. He's just in the other room. Brian has the most amazing voice. And so Brian and I were different. We did not text back and forth. We emailed one another that was leading up to our date. So we would email and check in with each other via email, which is actually awesome because it relieves the pressure of texting. You don't have to like, if someone texts you, you feel that like that urgency to have to text them back right away with email. You know, that it's like you respond when you're able, when you're, when you're available. And we finally set up that phone call, which the only purpose of the phone call truly was to set up that face-to-face date. We did not talk hours on the phone after we met. Yes. Prior to us meeting face-to-face, we did not. We just talked on the phone to hear each other's voices and to set up our first date. And I tell you what, hearing his voice was like, it was amazing. It was one of the most amazing like memories I have in my head when we first started dating was just hearing his voice for the first time. 
So you could be invested circling back. Sorry. So you could be invested in someone and like sharing all of these intimate details about your life and they can get on the phone and you don't like their voice. <laughs> okay. This is the thing. Or even worse, you actually, after like you're, you've been sharing all this information, you've been texting each other back and forth, say it's been a few weeks and you finally set up that date and there is no chemistry. You've literally just wasted two weeks of your time with someone who didn't deserve to know all that information about you. You've been fantasizing about them. And so you, like when you, when you have that connection where you're sharing so much with someone and you go in, it's like the biggest letdown ever when you go into that date and then it doesn't, you feel like that there's no chemistry and you're just like, oh my gosh. Cause you walked into that date going, this person may be the one, and this is going to be it. And this is going to be forever. And there's no chemistry. There has to be a some, something there, right? And maybe you're, maybe you're different. Maybe you're like, nope, the chemistry is within the conversation. And then when you meet them, it eventually comes and okay. But in most scenarios, you got to have the chemistry initially. You have to have something that's there that's going to entice you to get to know more and to see more of them, right? So stop having these intimate conversations via text. If you find yourself in that pattern or they are having that with you, which will lead me to the third thing, um, then you need to get them on the phone or meet them and be like, I'm not, I'm this, I'm not going to have this deep conversation with you via text. Let's, you know, be very, very fun and flirty about it and be like, Hey, it would be great to actually like see you and like be across the table from you and hear these stories, like actually like watching you talk or something. <laughs> Remember I told you it's in the morning. It's in the morning. So uh, do that instead. No serious convos via text. And you can find these in the, in the free PDF I have for you. Okay. Number three, this is more of a red flag. So number three goes with uh, one of the topics that I talked about in the peacock room was love bombing. And I might, um, in fact, I have a guest that's coming to the show that's going to talk about love bombing. And I'm really excited to talk about the subject with her. Love bombing, meaning you just get to know the person and all of a sudden they are just doting all over you via text. Now, love bombing goes into real life and real, and I don't, I'm not covering that. I'm talking about when someone love bombs you in text, meaning you're my soulmate. I've never met anybody like you before. We have so much in common. I've been looking for you my whole life. That, my love, huge, giant red flag. Say thanks, but no thanks. And off you go. <laughs> Get out of there because nobody can know that much about someone virtually. If you haven't even spoken, you haven't even met each other to just over pictures and text. And if you find yourself that you're getting into that deep connection with someone, there are some other things that are at play there. There are some attachment issues that are happening there, which we're not going to go into attachment issues. 
I always say that on my podcast. I'm like, we're not going to go into that. We're not going to go into that. Cause I feel like there I've covered a lot of these things on different episodes. You could just scroll and you could just check it out. Um, but when someone is sending you that huge paragraph after paragraph about how you're their soulmate and they've been looking for you their whole life and this is it. And they think that they found the one and they can't get you off their mind and, and they've never even talked to you run. No, not normal. And because what ends up happening, especially for my sisters who haven't dated in a while, especially for my sisters who are tired of it. And they're just like, you're almost at the point where you feel like you have to settle. Sometimes these types of people come into your life at that particular time and you can fall for that kind of thing. So I just want to kind of give you grace in that because it could be really easy. And this is why it's one of the things that I wanted to bring to you today is that it can be really easy to fall for someone like this, especially if you've been lonely for a long time, especially if it's been really hard last couple of years and you want someone's time and attention and admiration. And so all of a sudden someone is giving it to you. And so of course you're going to fall for that. So just beware, just beware. So when you feel like it's too good to be true via text, most likely it is. Okay. All right. So this leads me to the last one. So I'm only doing four today. The last thing that you need to be aware of when it comes to texting is the ghosting. So this is another reason why I don't want you to get to know the person via text, because again, you're going to get emotionally involved. And what happens is that all of a sudden, like you initially meet so that adrenaline is going, you're feeling the endorphins. You're like, oh, you're so excited. You're getting to know someone and this is going to be awesome. And so you like dive into it. Let's just say you like talk nonstop via text for hours and hours and hours. Cause maybe it's a Friday night and you spent the whole weekend talking to the person and then Monday comes around and they disappear. And you're like, huh, well, I'm busy and they're busy. So they've got work, they've got other stuff that's going on. So of course you're going to make excuses, but then Monday will turn into Tuesday. It will turn into Wednesday and you're, and then you're, and then what ends up happening is that you go back through your texts and you say to yourself, okay, what did I say? What did I say that turned this person off? Why all of a sudden is it hot and cold? Why all of a sudden am I, did I have their undivided attention? And now they can't even say, have a good day, right? Or good morning, which I already covered that. So then you start second guessing yourself. You start second guessing the conversation and then you start playing again, playing scenarios in your head. So let's just say they'll disappear for three days and all of a sudden they come back and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Work has been crazy. This is what's been going on. How are you? And so then you finally have a conversation again and then they disappear again. Absolutely not. Again, we're trying to prevent you from talking to people who don't deserve your time and attention. That's what this really, this whole episode is about when it, about via text, stop giving your time and attention to people that don't deserve it. If you find yourself in a pattern, let's just say that that is you. And all of a sudden you're finding that you're talking to this person nonstop. That's when you need to stop and you need to say, 
let's grab some coffee. It's Sunday afternoon. Let's go and grab some coffee because you're going to find out really quickly if this person ever had intentions of meeting you or not meeting you. And we've had that happen in the peacock room where I tell the women, they start to get into these texting conversations and I tell them, stop, set up a FaceTime date set up a phone call, set up a real-time date. And usually what ends up happening when women find themselves in these patterns of these texting relationships is that the person never follows through and even worse ends up ghosting them. And then we'll reappear. If you find yourself that you're texting someone and then they ghost you, meaning they just disappear without any kind of, Hey, cause here's, When someone respects you and really wants to get to know you and really wants to know who you are, they're going to say, you know what, Kat, I've got a really busy week this week. Let's reconnect on Thursday night. Gives you a time, gives you a place, gives you something, gives you, gives you an idea of when you're going to connect next, not disappears without any kind of respect, especially if you've completely dove in and really had this texting conversation back and forth. So if this kind of pattern happens, run, do not let this person back in, block their number and move on. But again, really, when it comes down to it, ladies, my love, please stop getting into serious texting combos with potential suitors. Stop set up a phone call, set up a FaceTime, set up that date. It's going to save you so much heartache and headache and time and energy. Because at the end of the day, you are worth someone's time and energy with FaceTime, whether it's on the phone, whether it's in person, you're worth that. Texting someone back and forth, that's easy. That's a cop out. I encourage you to really implement this boundary into your dating life. It will save you so much time, energy. And if you need that accountability, if you need someone who's going to call you out on it, I love it because the ladies always talking about how I always tell you how it is. This is how it is. Stop doing this. And if you need someone to be like, Hey, I'm noticing a pattern. This is starting to happen. I am your girl. I got you. I got you. I've been through all of this. I know what all of this is like. It's horrible because you get your hopes up and you get your heart broken because you think to yourself, oh my gosh, this person might be the one. And they're not, they're not, if they're not willing to take you on a date, they're not the person. So, all right. That's what I have for you today. So if you are interested and if you want my free little freebie that I have for you, you want to make sure go to singlewomensociety.com forward slash, you know, this, I can't, I never know if it's back. It's forward slash texting. And I'll make sure and put that, put that link down in the show notes. So check it out. I want to make sure that you I want to set you up for success when it comes to texting, even before you go on that first date. So check it out. Okay. All right. All right, my love. Well, thank you so much for being here as always. If you're watching on YouTube, Hey, what's up? 
Uh, please make sure to like, subscribe, follow, and click the bell so you are the first to know every time a new episode is uploaded. And if you're listening on Apple and Spotify, thank you. And Facebook. The podcast is now on my Facebook page. It makes me super excited. Every time I upload a new episode, it shows up on my Facebook page. But if you're listening on Apple and, and Spotify, thank you so much. Please make sure to subscribe and rate and review because I love seeing your rate, your ratings and your reviews. They mean so much to me. Thank you. And if you have Instagram and Facebook, please come and follow me at Cat Cantrell. All right, my love. As always, this episode is brought to you by theheartagency.com. If you are looking for matchmaking, one-on-one coaching, group coaching, singles events, and you are in the Midwest, come and check it out, theheartagency.com. And remember my love, true love is waiting for you and I will see you next time. All right.